podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. But before we get into that, I need to share some news that I found terrifying so that I'm not alone in this terror. So here we go. I accidentally read an article this morning. And when I say accidentally, I mean that I read it and then I regretted it. So to me, it was an accident. I should have never done that. And if I had known that was the outcome, I never would have intentionally done it. So therefore, it's an accident, right? Anyways, this article was about what would happen, you know, just casually if the earth fell into a black hole. Uh, uh, light, light. Uh, water cooler talk, you know. So there's basically just a couple scenarios that could happen. One is like um, suffocation, suffocation, no breathing. This is our last resort. Um, Okay, the second scenario, no, you guys, this is going to haunt my life forever because we never know. We never know if and when we're going to fall into the black hole. So this could happen at any point. What it is called is spaghettification spaghettification okay not californication or any other um alafrasa capaducia make me alidocious super califragilist he makes you alidocious i don't know when you talk a lot sometimes words just uh fly away from the brain like right now so in spaghettification you guys oh my god this is so disturbing For the human bodies, actually everything on earth will start to stretch so thin until everything is ripped apart. So as humans, oh my God, they say it will happen quickly, but they don't know. We've never been spaghettified before. Spaghettified. That sounds delicious. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if that's the day that it was cloudy with a chance of meatballs? Like the day that we all turn into spaghettis, the day that meatballs fall from the sky? I would just be so mad that I wasn't still alive to have a giant fork and just eat my way around the world. That's all I really want. That is my dream in life, to eat my way around the world. There we go. That's dream manifestation happening now. So anyways, our bodies are going to be stretched so thin until we rip apart like spaghetti. You can picture it. You picture it. I think what really got me with this article was the word spaghettification. Like, first of all, that's hilarious if we turn into spaghetti. And I know it's not real spaghetti, but you know what I mean. We've been spaghettiified. Come on, that's hilarious. Except not because we're all dead. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it's not gonna happen allegedly soon, except the Milky Way galaxy is on a collision course with another galaxy called Andromeda, Andromeda, which is like a way thousand million light years away, but they are supposed to merge in around 4 billion years to create a new super galaxy. You guys, this is why I'm telling you, you're like, Amy, why the fuck do we care? You care because of this. So we have the Milky Way galaxy and we have Andromeda. These motherfucking scientists are naming our new super galaxy that earth will maybe be a part of if we haven't been spaghettiified by then is going to be called Milk Dromeda. Milk Dromeda. 
what? Can somebody give them the award for the worst fucking, actually, no, I'm sorry. The worst fucking name. We already know what show that goes to. Um, but yeah, Milk Jormita. What the fuck? Okay. It's the Milky Way and Andromeda. Why not call it the Andro Way? The Andro Way. That sounds fucking badass. Like, I want to go live in the Andro Way. Fuck your milky chants. Oh, stolen dance, milky. That's one of my favorite songs ever. Anyways, um, so I'm on Splash of Sass right now. We're remaking history, rewriting history before the scientists four billion years from now make the same mistake and actually officially go through with Milk Dromeda. Milk Dromeda. Fuck that, Andro Way, Andro Way. All right, now hopping from space to the ocean on Below Deck Sailing Yacht, just super quick. We need to reinstate the people's couch, y'all. We need to. I guess this might be a tiny spoiler, but not really. On Below Deck Sailing last night, we all know that Colin is my top three celebrity crushes. Oh my God, he's so fucking cute. Um, him hooking up with Daisy this season has crushed me so hard. So last night before the commercial break, it played a teaser of Gary motorboating Daisy. Except, <laughs> except Daisy's like me and isn't working with the most uh, material up there, let's just say. And so it ended up being more of like a raspberry, you know, like what you do on a baby when you're like, like it was so awkward. He just like did it to her middle collarbone. Ah, so funny. But anyways, it wasn't funny that Colin had to sit there on the boat as they were drunk as fuck, raspberrying, fake motorboating each other. And Colin is just helplessly looking on as fucking Lord Farquaad steals his princess. This is why we need to reinstate the people's couch because my jaw hit the fucking floor at that teaser. Maybe not during the actual scene, but that teaser alone. And my sister, when we used to watch TV, she used to watch me watch shows, especially like Laguna Beach and dumb shit back in high school because my face, I like react as if I'm in it. I'm in it. You guys, we know this. I'm sensitive, but I like to laugh and I laughed so hard because later on, on Gary's birthday night, there was cake in the crew mess and Gary and Carl in are drunk having their fun little bro wrestling they're like little tiger cubs they love to do it it's fun to watch and Colin smashes Gary's face in the cake it is so fucking hilarious actually you know what I'm gonna post that clip too I swear if you weren't in love with yesterday's we're just gonna get better every day I also love how yeah <laughs> Yesterday, I'm like, oh my gosh, this clip is hilarious. Who's Gail? Who's Gail? It's so much better than Who Loves Dory. And then I did a poll and everybody's like, no, it's not. It's actually not. So you're wrong. <laughs> you guys, I love you so fucking much. I love every opinion. We can all be different. And I just love y'all. But I swear you'll love today. It's like, I know even when I'm taking the video, I'm just going to be laugh. I'm going to try so hard not to laugh over it. So again, get the people's couch back up. Summer 2023, Julie, Brandy, and Amy. We all know now that we can all have our own shows, okay? And we can all work together. What a great full circle moment that would be. Hit me up, bravo, except you might not later after I go on a slight rant about Sir Cohen. Anyways, quick roll call from fun moments of Below Deck. When Gary was telling Alex that Daisy looks amazing in her bikini, cut to Daisy in her one-piece bathing suit. <laughs> it was just so classic. Like, damn, that girl looks so hot in her bikini. And it's like, dude, she's wearing a 
long sleeve gown. Like, what are you talking about? She's not even in. Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. I was just picturing her in her underwear. Anyways, I actually love Daisy's bathing suit on that day. Um, but then my beloved Colin basically tells the chef that the chef on last year's season was just on a different level than her, like a higher level. And when she starts to get upset, he's like, no, no, but he had like 12 more years experience than you. And she's like, what? And just gets up crying, which again, we love a good cry. And here's the thing. What Colin is saying is like subjectively true, I'm sure. Like, yes, somebody with 12 plus years of experience should have stronger organization skills, stronger knife skills, better plating skills. And in 12 years, the chef today, Alicia, will be an even stronger chef than she is now. And yes, again, that's all subjectively true. However, you do not fucking say that when you're 12 glasses of rosé deep after you're working your ass off for all the charters. Like, I just, I love you so much, Colin, but I cannot simply blindly defend you. And I think really we're going to get down to the core in this episode of Splash Assess that everybody is really lashing out for other reasons. And I think Colin was just annoyed at Gary and Daisy flirting and he was just in a bad mood and said something rude to Alicia. Anyways, Alicia, you can cook for me any time. She's like, yeah, you have to pay me. All right, well, I can't afford it. Speaking of, the only downside to watching Below Deck is that it makes me crave... <laughs> it makes me crave a beautiful European vacation so bad. You know? When you're just like, damn, I belong there. I need to... Be I should be the one sipping rosé with that backdrop. But... Ah, oh, it just sucks when your soul needs a vacation and your wallet says not today, sir. Not today. What we did get today is a new episode of Jeff Lewis Live. Tuesday, June 13th, we had Dr. Donna, we had Mercedes Javid, and we had Shane Duck. Liz. So Jeff launches right into his dream, which was super convenient since Dr. Duana reveals that she is also a dream analyzer. Of course, I love doing that shit as well. And apparently so does Shane, because he took a pretty solid guess. Again, everything Shane does now, I'm just like, you go, young grasshopper. He's learning from everybody in that network of chumps and... He's just going to be a smorgasbord of all of them. Pretty soon he's going to come out with his own salts on the side. I don't know. All right. So basically in Jeff's dream, he got in trouble for drinking and driving, even though he wasn't this time. But the test was actually broken and he got in trouble anyways and then had to wait forever for others to correct the mistake. I believe he used the phrase hostage. As in he was held hostage while the person did that goddamn paperwork. Fucking paperwork. I hate it. Um, could this potentially be even deeper, though? Because we were talking about the Andy Cohen feud and all this and whatever. Stick with me here. So Jeff is trying to do good, but he keeps getting sucked into bad situations that he wants out of, but it takes too long to dig back out and he gets beyond frustrated in the meantime. Um, hi guys. Do you guys, um, remember that man gauge that we sometimes talk about the gauge waged war? 
we are currently facing as a Trump nation. No, I'm kidding. Love to Gage. But seriously, in all the stories with Jeff and Gage, Jeff basically feels like his hands are tied. He says that many times. He feels like his hands are tied and that he's trying to seek resolution, but he keeps getting forced into situations because of legal custody arrangements and higher authority, aka the courts or even family wizard. Like that can represent an authority, something over you that you have to go through. And Jeff knows that he's right in trying to do the best thing for Monroe and he's trying to do the right, he's doing the right thing. And he just wishes the people around him, AKA Gage, would kind of catch up and get to the resolution faster. You know, was that a little too deep? My therapist once said that I intimidate, <laughs> that I intimidate people because I go too deep and I need to learn how to have more shallow conversations. <laughs> We no longer work together. I paid some bitch to tell me to be fucking shallow. What? No, I could have learned from example by many around me if I wanted that life. But for practice, a more shallow reasoning for the dream is that Jeff feels like a hostage because this is really about him wanting me to host an after show. And Sirius XM said no. And then they realized that I wasn't going away. So Sirius listened and are slowly coming around to us. Shout out. But... Jeff is frustrated it's taking so long because he spotted the talent ages ago, as in 45 episodes ago. Love y'all. But there's contract restraints. Everything's holding us back. So there we go. That's another reason. Dr. Donna, MJ, Shane, and Jeff all went out to eat at Dumois, Deuce Moise, something like that. I don't know. Whatever happened to Jeff and Dumois? Deuce Moy. I'm glad that that went away. Let's not invite any more drama into Chateau Lewis. But also, can we please get some food orders around here? We want the goods, people. Like, you guys get to go to bougie restaurants. What do they feed you? I love food. Okay, so MJ had to run. (laughs) Before they got to the valet, MJ had to run a bunch of errands around the building. Like going to the bathroom, getting something from Dr. Donna's office. And we all know, guys, Jeff is not a do errands spontaneously kind of person. You know, like that's just not someone you bring along for that kind of thing. So MJ, I'm sorry, but you know, you know better. Um, But also very fair. Go, you go pee if you have to and keep that door open, girl, because we are just living life out here. Now, Dr. Donna is literally the cutest person in the world, you guys. To me, she reminds me of Polly Pocket and I want her in my pocket. But Dr. Donna is giving a free seminar to give back to all the chumps and everyone who has showered her with love during the experience of her son's passing like what she loses somebody and now she gives back even more like she lost and now she keeps giving oh my gosh and I get it we just love you so much Dr. Duana you're the fucking best um okay so we get into Andy and Jeff (gasps) the feud is growing and today we brought receipts to show to our mommy as in we played the audio clip from Andy's radio show except Andy didn't even say anything on it except that he just wants to move forward Which, you know what, I was going to try to keep my thoughts on Andy to a minimal, and I will, but this is just another example of how if Andy had someone on his show and they ever tease something, but then didn't want to give any details, any any drop of anything, he would be annoyed. 
So why does he get to tease the shit on his show? I get that it's his own show. I get it. But again, the double standards are just forever apparent. Anyway, John Hill was trying to politely prompt the situation to resolution. (laughs) And it just made me laugh because I was like, oh my gosh, John Hill is Shane and Andy is Jeff. Okay, but after Jeff talked about respecting people who have your name involved in your show, as in he's trying to respect Andy Cohen because he's on radio, Andy, for now, um, I should take a hint and not make Jeff uncomfortable in bashing his boss even more. So I will refrain from the full rant that I was previously going to go on about Sir Andy Cohen, but don't worry, it is always there for a rainy day. We don't forget. But you guys, you guys, again, going too deep, probably sure. But I know the real reason for this lover's quarrel between Jeff and Andy. And I promise you right now, this is definitely the root of it. Maybe, allegedly, perhaps. It is. It has to be. Actually, no. First, I have to practice being shallow. So first, my shallow fake reason is that I think it has something to do with Stu, right? Like maybe since Andy and Stu are exes, Andy's protective of Stu Or he secretly wants Stu back, so he's lashing out. Or, I don't know, I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of this, because for the millionth time, if this is genuinely over Andy being difficult to book as a guest on JLL, and only getting an offer of one video segment instead of the full show, which for the millionth fucking time is a bargain, and anytime you want to offer me the same promotion for a third of the time, the answer will always be yes. Okay, now for the real reason for this dick-swinging competition that is very clear to me and my deep ass that is still learning to be shallow. The Splash Assass official theory is that Andy Cohen is lashing out at Jeff Lewis and clinging on to this show booking situation to be mad at because he's actually kind of freaking out about something way bigger. As in the fact that Jeff started his own channel. And just like Dr. Donna said, we are dealing with two businessmen here. And just like Jeff said, his ratings are huge. Jeff has big ratings. I mean, clearly, he has two fucking after shows. Which, by the way, welcome to the first original unofficial after show. Again, 45th episode. Love you more every day. I swears it. So if Jeff's virtual channel ends up being successful... It'll turn from virtual to a regular Sirius XM channel, which means Jeff Lewis Live will have to divorce from Radio Andy. And to lose a huge show like that, if Jeff Jeff does have huge ratings, so Andy's a visionary, he already sees all this happening and is experiencing internal panic mode. And we all understand, because we know Radio Jeff is on its way, and Jeff, you know who to call next time you need a show, okay? Love ya. And some of our Voice of Reason callers today pointed out that when you are a narcy, your biggest fear is someone that you have power over now suddenly having equal to greater power than you. As in, when you used to have somebody work for you on your channel, and now they get their own channel, that's a little in the dick swinging competition I think Jeff's just reached a whole new level, just like the chef last year on Below Deck Sailing Yacht that the new one cannot compare to. Maybe that was a reach, but I just try to work some callbacks in. You know how we do it on Splash Assass. Wait, I kind of feel like fucking Spider-Man over here. I'm like, with great power comes great responsibility. 
and even greater pettiness from your narcissistic... <clears throat> oh my god, no, whoops, it looks like Jameson cut me off. Okay, moving on. Again, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. I, see, uh, uh, Jeff, I'm trying. I'm trying for your sake, okay? Quick Jameson and Frank update. Frank, Frank. The way that Dr. Donna joined in with Jeff saying Frank, I fucking love her. I just love her for life. Okay, she also shattered the rose-colored glasses that Jameson was trying to wear and said that him and Frank should be talking about their past and should be talking about serious things a little more, as in we should be able to have AMAs with our love interests, you know? Would I ever want to? No. I'd be like, pass, pass. Actually, you know what? I'd be like, can you submit your questions the night before? <laughs> and give me some time to review and decide how to answer. Because if I just speak willy-nilly, you guys know I'll get myself into trouble. But honestly, the more that we talk about Jameson and Frank, to me, I just see it happening now that the biggest joke of all is going to be that Jameson and Frank will be the most successful relationship of all, of any of us, of any Trump, Jeff Lewis life, to anybody. And Jameson and Frank will be laughing in their rocking chairs, 50, Frank in his rock, Frank in his rock, in chaw. 50 years from now, listening to Splash of Sass recaps, and Jameson's going to be like, she was right, Frank. And they're going to cheers their rosé in their little Speedos. Okay, but Jeff read an evil DM about somebody trolling Jameson. Look, we can all have our opinions. I just don't, we don't have to be mean about it. All I know is that I heard the word ass meat. And it just triggered me into yesterday because, okay, you guys, I was in a meeting. And we were looking at a spreadsheet and the presenter said, oh my God, no, this was so inappropriate. Oh, the presenter said, oh my God. All right, everyone. Now let's get into the meat of the data. <laughs> the meat of the data? There's meat in the data? What kind? Is it pink slime from Mickey D's? Is it grade A filet? Like, what do you mean meat in the data? No, no, no. And then at one point they said something else like, we just want to keep the numbers fluid. And I was like, no, no. Now we're bringing fluids into this. Meat and fluids should never be discussed when we're talking about an Excel spreadsheet. <gasps> never again. Never again. Okay, back to JLL. So... When Jeff was talking to one caller, he started to wonder, like, should I have just let Andy on the show virtually? Should I have just said yes? Probably. Um, yeah, I guess. Sure. Maybe. But no offense. I First of all, I agree with Jeff in, in this whole situation. But also, my ears start to throb when people call in. I'm so sorry, you guys. I love you all. But I hate the background noise and the lag time and all of that. So, like, I get that Andy has state-of-the-art equipment. But still, it is different. And I'm personally just glad it didn't happen because it would have been a tough one to recap. But apparently today's wasn't a tough one to recap because we are already done, you guys. Wow, what a great show. I think I saved a lot of time by saving some of my real ranting opinions to myself because I don't, you don't always got to go hard, you know, like it's, I'm okay with letting the situation unfold, learning more details, and then 
eventually getting some revenge. What? Said who? Not this girl. Um, also, you guys, I know I talk about my Insta stories, but Insta captions, that is where the real sass goes down, okay? We have some fun. We will be back tomorrow with plenty more. In the meantime, subscribe, like, tell your friends, watch Insta, tell more than your friends, tell your enemies too. <laughs> I don't care, y'all. Either way, we just want to be a success at Splash Assass. And I am so grateful for you all. Love you forever. See you tomorrow. Bye. Splash. Splash. Splash.